Hey folks, Alex from the Couchcast Recording Studios here. I encountered something a little strange today. I found this file on my computer when I was editing our most recent episode, and I don't know how it got there, but it sounds like something we've all recorded together, And but I don't have any memory of it. The file also seems to be corrupted a little bit. Um, anyway, here, uh, I'm just gonna post it to Spotify and see what happens, but uh, I mean, it seems like a full episode, so here it is in its entirety. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Best Seat on the Couch, the podcast that is still somehow going three years later. My name is Alex. I'm Iris. I'm Marcus. And I'm Michael. And today we are talking about... And I think that this film we've all watched needs no further introduction. So let's dive right into it with our first impressions and experiences with this movie. So my first experience with this movie was uh when i was a kid uh this would be occasionally playing on uh nickelodeon where uh they would have these i think it was uh early 2000s the movie marathons you i've been talking about uh with with many of the other movies we've watched um and i remember watching it and sort of being very intrigued by the entire premise of this movie. It was a sort of, uh, like, it was a conglomeration of a space opera and a real heartfelt family movie that ended very satisfyingly to, uh, to me. And even as a kid, I really enjoyed the designs of the characters, the the music, and uh, the villains as well. They were just very charismatic um, as uh, as the antagonists and the entire premise of 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 you know going out into space and uh, finding family and things like that. Uh, it, it still holds up after uh, after all of these years. And I'll, I have to say, upon rewatching this movie, I think that I love it even more, just because I'm ge- I'm getting all the uh, the adult jokes um, that I missed when I was a kid. But I do think that the the story does have a lot of heart to it. I mean, it it really is a, a movie that has a moral that it's trying to trying to push at the end. And so I'd, I'd really, really liked it on my second rewatch. But uh, what about the rest of y'all? What were your first impressions and experiences for this movie? All right. Yeah. So I have a somewhat similar story to Alex. I watched this first when I was very young. Um, but mainly it was a sort of uh, bonding point between me and my dad. Um, as you said, it's very it, it does feel very moralistic. You know, lots of characters go on speeches very frequently. They have this sort of esoteric language and stuff. And the ending is very, you know, victorious and teaches us the, the value of, you know, working together as a team. Um, but it's one of those movies for me that always sat in the sort of back of my head as being, like, not so great. 
Um, even as a kid, I knew that it was kind of okay. And watching it again, literally, like, like just now, when I when I I just finished watching it, like literally five seconds ago, and um, it's really not great. It really adapts the material that it's based on, not so well. Um, it. You know, okay, it, I, I, let me let me clarify. It really tries because it's trying to compress a lot of things in kind of a short runtime, um, which is not to say that it's like, you know, paced really quickly. Honestly, there's kind of some slow moments and you're just like, oh, my God, there's so much space here, as Alex said. Um, <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where like the animation was a really, really, you know, unique for its time. And, you know, there's a few other adaptations that came on later on, but this one was kind of just like sort of like okay for me. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll, I'll go. I didn't have the experience watching this movie as a young, young kid uh, like the two of you did. I only ever saw it for the first time uh, actually within the last week right now that we're, we're talking about it. And I, I, I do appreciate that you both brought up the themes of, you know, family and friendship and togetherness, right? Because it's such a important like core to this film, one of the things I really appreciated about it was this sort of very, it had a very cohesive theme to it and a very cohesive message to it that was, I think, really well distributed throughout the film, you know, um, like about the importance of like family, but also friendship and also like figuring out where these things fit in your life and how to balance, you know, the needs of others versus the needs of yourself. And, uh, you know, so it's a really heartwarming story, right? Um, I... I had high expectations going in just because, you know, it's like a lot of well-known uh, names associated with this, right? I mean, like, these are the, this is a, a group of people whose work we have come to expect certain things from. And I think uh, in some ways it's exactly the kind of story I expected it to be. Uh, I don't really feel like I ever got thrown for a huge curveball at any point. But there were parts of it that I found really impressive. I did love a lot of some of these smaller narrative details. Um, I also really was impressed by the animation. And I was expecting the animation to be good. So, like, really? you know, yeah. Uh, it was... It was I, I think, was, I think we quality. disagree on the animation portion, but uh, more power to I you. I mean... I, there's 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 a lot of like really good detail if you knew where to look. Hmm. Okay. Are you saying that we don't know where to look, Iris? I'm just <laughs> saying that, you know, it wouldn't be the first time on this show that something well done had gone unappreciated by other people here. <laughs> okay. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um well, uh I don't I I didn't watch this movie when it first came out. In fact, the first time that I actually watched this movie was today. Um it, it, but I remember it had coming, you know, had it, it came out in um, when we were younger, and like there was a, well, the circumstances of this movie were, were really funny because I could have watched this movie, but I chose not to. Uh, there was actually a different movie that I could have watched instead, and I, I watched that one, and it, I was disappointed. So, you know, coming back to this movie <laughs> for a long time and not having seen this movie, I was like. I have no idea what, like, I, I was expecting a caliber of movie similar to the one that I had ended up watching that day. But I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, this movie is actually really good. Like, it's artistically very, like, vibrant, I guess. It feels kind of like a, a love letter to its genre. Um, but it also has, it's also, like, hilariously cliche, but in a way that didn't didn't really, like... It didn't irk me, I guess. Sometimes sometimes when you watch things that are, you know, as you guys said, like, like you know, just kind of family-oriented and very moralistic and kind of just along the lines of 
what a normal, what a classical plot would be, it can be boring. It can be hard to watch. But this was like this really caught my attention and just kind of grabbed me throughout the entirety of the runtime. So, uh, thanks, thanks for bringing this movie. I guess I'm really glad to have watched it. Yeah, definitely. And a quick shout out to the fact that this movie uh, is does fall into the category of uh, being a magical girl anime for me because <laughs> it does it have does. a lot. Oh my god, it totally does. Yes. It does have a lot of repeatable scenes that pad for the run, uh, pad for time for the animators. You're not and, wrong. And uh, I'm really glad I, that they mm, kept. I think up. I think the time padding thing is kind of iffy, but yeah. like Are you otherwise, yeah. they of course pad sure for time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I buy that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really glad that they were able to keep that magical girl anime aspect when they um, continued it for the TV show. Um, but uh, why don't we talk about our favorite characters and favorite moments? Uh, so I guess I'll start out first. So I think my favorite character has to be well. They they don't have a lot of speaking lines, but they uh, because they're a dog. But they are the they are the main character's uh, dog, and I think this dog has like all the best moments in this film because they're with uh, our main character from the very beginning. They always have uh, the main character's back, and they follow our main character to. Uh, to space during the space opera portion of uh, our movie, and uh, I, I think that even though the dog doesn't talk, they are the sounding board for a lot of our main character's growth and emotional maturity. And honestly, uh, I think this dog has some of the best fight scenes in this movie as well. Uh, especially watching him uh, rescue our our uh, characters from the clutches of our villains. Uh, as for favorite moment, I think my favorite moment comes in about uh, halfway through the uh, the movie where uh, we're, we're at the sort of turning point of the narrative right before uh, they go on their quote-unquote hero's journey. Um, but it is when the main character and his friends realize that um, that what they took for granted, uh, a really key part of their life that they took for granted, um, was necessary for them. Oh, damn it, Alex, and, you stole mine. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry. Mine's mine's like the scene right after oh, this. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a really cathartic moment when they find that uh, that strength to move on and like band together and set out to reclaim what they've lost, uh, and and then go to, and then they immediately go to space to reclaim what they've lost. So it's it's such it's such a great it's such a great moment, and I really really like the 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 family aspect of it. Uh, but yeah, what about the rest of y'all? What are your favorite uh, m- characters and favorite moments. Yeah. So for favorite character, yeah, big shout out to the dog, by which of course you mean the the spirit animal, right? Um, which I, I I think is an interesting take. You know, whether to view that as like a separate character or not. Um, but I think I think your your reading of it is valid. Yeah, I, I think they're but I think they're for, clearly different characters. It's debatable. I think it's debatable. I mean, yeah. I I know the I know the last like couple scenes really bring that into question, but. I mean, there's there's one scene case. where they like talk to each other, like 
There are multiple talking, scenes where they talk like a, to each other. It's like a metaphor. Talking is, yeah, yeah it's, thank you. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Um, but in any case, um, my favorite character has to be uh, the best friend, right? Oh, that was uh, mine. God dang it. <laughs> I guess there's no there's no justice in the world, Michael. I'm sorry. Dang it. Um, but it's got to be the best friend, right? I mean, like, it's... I like how you phrased it, you know, what they took for granted, right, beforehand, because it's their their relationships with each other, right? This, like, small, tight-knit group of friends, right? You know, they're through thick and thin and everything. Um, it's never really questioned at any point through the movie. Like, the big... Uh, at, at, for the first, like, you know, two-thirds or so, until we hit the turning point you were just mentioning, like, the big challenge is... You know, it's 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 a family conflict, right? Our main character and her mom, for the most part. It, it you know, there's also like kind of this background theme of sort of intergenerational stuff, but it's the main character and her mom. But you know, they don't really ever question. Oh, of course, we're always going to be friends. We're always going to be there together through thick and thin. And this conversation she has with her best friend at this turning point and then later is uh, it's really illuminating. For you know, you need to treat everyone in your life well. Right. Uh, I, I, it just ties nicely into the theme. I love what she does. I also just like her dynamic. She's cool. She's fun. Uh, I think, you know, some of, you know, some of the characters can sometimes be a little bit irritating, but she was always like, I, I, I get you, girl. I dig it. As far as favorite scene, uh, for me, it is going to have to be um, the, uh, the, the, you mentioned the quest, Alex, and that's, that's going to have to be it. It's that, that moment there, or the ritual rather. Uh, but more rather not going through with the ritual was the big part for me, right? There's uh, like very, very obvious sort of uh, metaphorical discussion here about like, you know, acceptance of the self and like uh, locking away a part of yourself versus, you know, being true to yourself and so on and so forth, right? Um, and it really means a lot to me that our main character was willing to go against her family, willing to go against her mother there and kind of walk herself back from the precipice of a choice that she would have regretted. Um, it's just, it's very satisfying. All right. Well, it seems like I've been the one who's had everything taken from me today. Um, <laughs> so yes, I'll start with favorite character. My favorite character is the best friend. Um, he kind of just like, I don't know. He has like a great accent. He's really funny. He's like always with the, with the, with the main character. He's so funny. He's so funny. Yeah, she's so funny. Yeah. Um, and like the, um, you know, my favorite moment is that scene right beforehand when when they you know embark on their quest. They get the group together. They you know they they hunt they they head out and and search for their for their for what they need to do. And um, I actually so I, I actually honestly I think Ira said most of what I wanted to say. I wanted to shout out another scene later on, which also involves my favorite character. And they have this sort of really cool back and forth about um, you know, one of the characters had just died and like the they were really tough on what they needed to do the main character is like ah, i don't know what's happening another one of the, my other people that they were with just betrayed him and so like i don't know the best friend was basically always there always supportive you know like you know the main character has to go where they're going but he's going with them right the best friend is going along with him so just like really cool moment and they do they they uh they do it in a really cool way they have this sort of back and forth like almost literally in motion on this boat and like just a really cool thing uh sorry not boat i should say ship that's a different thing um but uh yeah so i i think those are those are my cool, cool moment and also just something to exemplify my favorite character as well um I'm actually going to go with uh, the secondary antagonist as my favorite character uh, because I think that there's 
obviously the primary antagonist has more of like the kind of like I'm just gonna sit back and my machinations will do all of the work for me and therefore I will tri- triumph against uh, the protagonist. But the secondary antagonist isn't necessarily as much of the attack dog as it's kind of uh, initially like suggested it is. Like at first you you under you you learn that the secondary antagonist is under the the payroll of the primary one and you're like oh okay well. He, you know, basically whenever things go really, really south and uh, this guy really needs to get, you know, something like get rid of something or someone, go ahead, hire this guy. But you learn that like, no, nah, the, the, this guy's actually just like an outlaw. And like, he he like, yeah, he he likes, uh, you know, working for the main guy just because he gets paid a lot. But he kind of has his own uh, personality to him that really kind of, you know, crescendos into what is my favorite moment which is this is it's very small scene it's just a it's basically a metaphorically a tip of the hat and like it's just the recognition of the secondary antagonist and the protagonist and like you're a legend so go out there and be a legend like you know like this is not something that you have to worry about anymore you are the champion of your own story so go and get it it was just, it, it was it, like you knew it was coming like as i said this movie is Honestly, kind of pretty cliche, but as soon as like as soon as I actually saw it come to fruition, I was like, "Yes, nice." Wait, is that the moment that they made the memes out of? Ah, uh, there's definitely memes of this. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, the movie definitely has a lot of memes. It's it's ripe with meme material. I feel like I'm still seeing plenty of memes, especially of that one scene where uh, one of our characters is showing off the trophy that he has in his hands, um, but he gets rebuked by uh, by his mentor. Uh, I think it's just, it's one of those memes where we see it every single, uh, every single day on the internet. Is it just me, or is it weird that his trophy is a shirt? It's kind of weird to me. It's, I, I mean... A shirt? I guess you could say it's a shirt. I think it's more of, like, uh, more of an actual, like, thing you can hold in your hand, though. Sure, sure. I mean, you can wear, you can hold a a shirt in your hand, so I guess that works. (laughs) It is a shirt, yeah. Oh my god, we're going soon. I don't know. I think there's, I don't know that I'd say, like, the form of the, the thing is weird. I mean, it's, like, kind of, like, central to the like narrative right it's like this you you can't like have it be anything else and not have to change like the entire story around it i'm more so like the thing that i found weird right that was kind of like took me out of the my plausible belief or my my suspension of disbelief was the fact that like except for in a very like certain circumstances no one else seems to really notice it like other than our main characters like absolutely when she's just like walking around with this thing like walking down the street like how does someone not see it it's like eight feet tall yeah it's enormous yeah. like it's it's so like like they get stabbed and it barely does anything to it yeah so i don't know there you know background characters maybe verisimilitude is a little bit lacking but um i want to come back to this animation thing I liked the animation. I don't know what you guys are ragging on it for. I, uh, I, there were a, there, there were a lot. Of, dude, the the cooking scene at the beginning, fucking gorgeous. Okay, I'll admit mm, to okay, that. I the was, food was pretty cool. I don't salivating. know. The the food kind of looked kind of looked plasticky for me. I, they, I I didn't feel like they were putting too much effort into that anyway. Honestly, like 
didn't seem like they Fruit. didn't see. Uh, let me put it this way: it doesn't seem like the the animating budget went to the cooking and the cooking only. No, no, but I mean, but I'm just saying, like, it's a, it was an example of like I think the the animation is consistently very high quality all the way throughout. It depends on what you mean by high quality. Like, yes, it's very high quality of rotoscoping, but it has this sort of weird effect where a lot of the colors get sort of blanched out a lot of times and sometimes they like it at least to me it kind of feels like they're flipping back and forth between rotoscoping and then traditional animation it, it kind of goes a lot of different ways for me yeah i don't know i don't know what y'all are seeing from this movie this is just clearly very like very rudimentary 3d modeling that uh honestly is kind of amateur hour at most I wouldn't, points i wouldn't quite call it 3d though because like they it's it's more like on a basis of 2d like it, it like obviously the the characters have a 3d-ness to them but i don't really think it's like 3d 3d like it didn't feel like the the kind of modern 3d computer generated imagery that you would see in like toy Story or something you know I don't understand how you see a movie with this many hundreds of millions of dollars put into it and think that the animation is poor quality. It almost feels like it was like an independent director. It's weird. I yeah. didn't see like I didn't say it was poor quality. I just said it didn't seem like the cooking. Was no, I'm I'm talking to Alex here. Oh, I I the the cooking was not a bit. It was literally like a, a like a five second shot near the beginning of the film. It was just the moment that I was like, holy shit! Like, I mean. Look, Iris, I don't know what you're talking about, because it, once I looked at those bacon and eggs, I knew The bacon that, was amazing! I knew that it was pretty much over in the animation department. Dude, when the dad was cooking that bacon and, like, everything, like, zoned out for a second, oh, I literally but, thought it was, like, an ad. But just look at the... I don't care. I, like, we're, I'm putting too much emphasis on this one moment. It is not the only, like, important animation moment. I just, like, there was a lot of really good attention to detail all the way through, the, the, and I appreciate it. There was it. detail, yes. I do think that, for me, a lot of the faces suffered in detail, and it was very hard to sort of see oh, them yeah, clearly. The human and, faces were honestly kind of weird. That was probably yeah. the one thing that kind of really threw me off. You don't think that was just like the stylization? I, I oh, guess it so, definitely is stylization. Like I, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that personally, it didn't really vibe with me as much as like the animals, for example. Yeah, for me, it was less. Yeah. It, it was. It's so stylization that it was hard to actually comprehend what was going on in that sense. So like, yes, stylization. If it's intentional, yes. But again, it still makes it hard. You know. I will say, while the animation for this movie was not to my taste. The music was very, very two thousand era. Well, I thought that the, the music, music was nice. The music again caught me off guard. Like I was surprised at just how good it was, and then I looked up who composed it, and I was like, "Oh, actually, that makes a lot of sense." But I was still <laughs> surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of original songs were written specifically for this movie, and I didn't really know about that beforehand. Definitely a lot of um, songs that already existed uh, in that time period, what? but. <sighs> Were they really original songs? Like they I were. know there was the whole there was the whole thing with the boy band at the end, but I don't think they actually wrote out the rest of the song. Well, right? Iris, like it, Iris, they was, say they say the name of the movie in the song. That's true. Yeah. Well, right, but just because like like they didn't play the whole song though. They just played like you know eight bars, sixteen bars of it. I, like I will say, do you actually think that they were like wrote out the rest and like released it on Spotify or something? A lot of the orchestral sounds also kind of feel a little derivative. Like I mean, they're good. Like it's you know it's classic orchestra trumpets and stuff, and it was very catchy. But it was a little bit yeah, like, like you know like that's 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 what I'm saying. Like it was not bad music. It just didn't feel like it was like breaking any huge ground for me. You know. Yeah. Like, it felt, it felt That's like the music fair. was more yeah. important for, like, the place it served in the, like, narrative series of events than it did, like, as, you know, incredible emotional underscoring. 
I don't know. We might have to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, yeah I mean, animation mu- animation and music, I I feel like c- those two coming together really, uh, really made it greater than the sum of its whole. But I think each on the animation on its own left a lot to be desired. Can we talk about our main character? Sure. sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and why don't we talk a little bit about um, the story arc that we we see our main characters go through? Um, so I guess I can start off first. I, I really just want to know what everyone's opinion of her is. Yeah. Well, it took a, it took a minute for me to warm up to her. Yeah, well, I think from uh, what I saw at the very beginning, I was instantly... Uh, it t- It did take a little bit of time for me to really empathize with our main character. But after seeing how he was uh, treated at school, how he was bullied, uh, even his parents uh, kind of write him off a little bit at first um, with um, with his various, like, honestly world-altering powers that he had. Let me just rattle off some yeah. of the... Let me just okay, rattle yeah. off some of the powers that he has. Yep. He has exhibited throughout this movie. I mean, we've got controlling time. We've yep. got breathing yep. in space. We've got shrinking. We've got faster-than-light travel. And it's 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 yeah. incredible he how nobody turn really... Invisible. Yeah. It's incredible how nobody really pays attention to our main character. Uh, she breaks conservation of mass. Like, oh, it's right. nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really do like our main character's journey on uh, coming to realize... Um, coming to realize how to use their powers for like for themselves and for the people that they care about. Uh, and yeah, I, I really do think that this is a quintessential sort of kids movie in the fact that it makes kids appreciate the things that they might think are annoying or might take for granted. Yes, 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 yes. Big yes. I mean, they basically like say that right at the end, right? They Like literally it's like, hey, everyone's different. Everyone's got weird things about them, but embracing them is what makes you special right uh yeah i love that i love that i mean it's all wrapped up in like the as i said right this very tight thematic core to this narrative and also like i I love that it's not just learning how to use the powers that's important it's learning that the powers are like not something to be afraid or ashamed of and that it's like a part of you right there's this whole sort of metaphorizing them to like you know an inner richness of emotional self like being true to who you are so on and so forth right uh, I, I think there's, it's more than just, oh, hey, cool powers, you know, it's, it means something about, like, who our main character is as a person. And I, I like that, uh, I like that a story about growing up is, like, upfront about that. You know, I like that the story is like, hey, you know, this is, you know, this is, we're, we're growing up, we're becoming, you know, adults now, like, it's, it's, it's right there front and center. And I think they do a really good job of bringing that message home. Oh god, I think I need to respectfully disagree with you, Iris, if I'm going to be honest. Um let me okay, let me start with the stuff that I do agree with you with. Like I do think that it, it's a film about growing up, right? Like they're small at the beginning and, you know, they I mean they're still technically small at the end, but you you can tell that they've grown on the inside. Um and second of all, I do agree that the powers themselves, you know, they're not just powers. They're a metaphor for something. However, I don't think the powers are, you know, <sighs> I guess I want to want to say is that it's 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 the power of the enemy that that the main character is using. So it's almost feels like the powers 
are are something to be not like repressed or anything. It's it's part of the reason why I didn't really like the film too much is because it kind of felt like the the story was about repressing these powers and trying to destroy them. I don't know, like it. Well, but the whole the whole thing was that the antagonist wanted our MC to repress the powers. Yeah, of course, so that the enemy could use the powers instead. I mean, like it's you know it was it's part of the whole evil machinations plot. So it's like it's hard to trust anything about. It's almost like you kind of I, I I think about it like counter to what the enemy wants to do, right? I I don't know. I, I think I think you're ascribing more intentionality to our intent. That, that's the that's the problem I had. see there. Like honestly, like they they're very similar. Like obviously the main character and the antagonist, they're similar in kind of the the way that they present themselves and the way that they kind of build their own personas. But I, I wouldn't say that like like the main character comes to like embrace that eventually. The main character comes to embrace that aspect of their power and of their ability to be like to 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 certain make themselves more individual like that's what i think really is the crescendo of uh the main character's arc it's like yeah. this mm-hmm. is how mm-hmm. like i am embracing this aspect of myself that you know it's it's basically just acting and at that point the the main character like just has to sit down and be like if i want to come and save this city i have to be the hero and so he does. Like, he doesn't necessarily feel like he has those kind of skills, but eventually he just comes into it. He he commits to the bit, essentially, and then he actually succeeds. Like, that's what okay. that's what I think is the really cool part about it. I, I agree with you, but that doesn't even happen in this film. It happens in the next one. So it's like, it's so hard to say that the film itself has this message when it's really the whole, like, actually, it's technically not a trilogy. The whole duo it's only two movies duology right? yeah the duology it's 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 the message of the whole duology in this movie it really feels like they kind of just kind of cut it halfway well forgive me for not watching the uh, second movie. sorry sorry duology, mm-hmm. uh but i mean you could yeah i feel like i treat the whole thing as like one big film i don't think that i would ever really consider part of this story to be an entire film all by itself yeah mm-hmm. that's fair um, but yeah, I think, uh, Marcus and Michael, you were mentioning a bit about our antagonists. So why don't we talk a little bit about the villains and the antagonists of our, uh, of, of the movie. And I just want to say that I really like the design of this villain. If, uh, of these villains, uh, design, or, you mean like aesthetically or design, you mean like narratively design as, oh, 100% aesthetically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Never have I seen an entire race of beings centered around a single concept. I mean, we've got this perfect uh, egg shape that encompasses our villains. And, I mean, the entire theme just culminates with them uh, coming coming to our main character's home planet. And... Um, you know, doing villainous things uh, and returning to their home planet and then just doing a entire, like, ritual sacrifice scene f- to summon an enormous giant chicken. And it was amazing. I really love it. And so I have to say our villains are 100% the best part of the movie um, I will agree on the villains. The villains are cool. The sort of you know they're they're the they're what did you say like they're they're um, they they all represent a single premise, right? 
the the premise of evil as it as it is. Um, I do like. I, I actually thought it was funny that they kept mispronouncing the one of the main evil villains' names. Like they said it with an S and they didn't say it with an S. It was it's kind of weird. I don't even know if that was intentional. Um, and I will say the villains for me they're not like they weren't that comp like not that deep. I should say, um, but like it, they, they really lead to some cool action scenes. Um, th that is kind of what I was saying before about um, the sort of metaphorization of the main character's powers, because, you know, the, the villains themselves are like, you know, spawns of the sort of big bad evil guy. That's that's not even in this film. It's in the next one. Um, like we barely even touch on them. They're, they're more just part of the lore. Right. Um, so it, it's, it's so cool to sort of see that epicness. Um, portrayed by these villains and, uh, you know, d stuff like that. I don't know. The, the villains are cool. I agree. And I think it's important to say that there's 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 a distinction between, right, because there's this, like, thematic center to them. Uh, yeah, like, you have all the, this coterie of, like, the antagonists who are all the spawn of, like, the one main central older antagonist, right? And there's a difference between how, like, they're all themed aesthetically. They're all this, you know, this, this one type of being that has this, like, same kind of character design versus like they all also represent the same thing. You you said uh, you said it is evil uh, by which I know you mean like societal pressure, family pressure, pressure to conform and, you know, tamp down like your individuality. Right. And it's I mentioned earlier, right, there's this the intergenerational thing going on here. And I think it, it is a really it's a really good way of making the uh, sort of. It, okay, it's weird to say, like, primary antagonist, because it's, like, who's the most important of the antagonist versus, like, who's the most present, right, you know? Yeah. That's, that's uh, it, yeah. But I'll say, I'll say... I'll say I'll say the most present antagonist. It's a good way of pointing out that it's not all black and white. You know, that, like, you can... My second favorite scene was when we saw our sort of, like, closest antagonist, like, as her younger self. Because it really crystallized to me that, like, it's not just, you know, people being like unkind for the sake of it it's this perpetuation of something that's been going on for a long time you know and and how everyone has made mistakes not just our main character right and when you say younger you mean like 30 minutes earlier in the movie right exactly yeah, yeah. okay cool <laughs> in that case yeah i absolutely agree because like there's there's a there's meaningful growth that happens in that in that like particular portion of the movie. It's kind of like in addition to it being you know the the lowest point of the hero before they eventually you know get up and go on the hero's journey. It's also a time where the villains are kind of formulating their their last kind of master plan. Right, this is when they they put together uh, I suppose the final nail in the coffin uh, for the end, for the protagonist. So like. Uh, I think that like there's a lot of opportunity for the villains to grow in that particular sense as well, and I think this movie did a really good job at highlighting that and like giving the the antagonists their due screen time to kind of develop them very close, like almost in parallel to the to the to the protagonist as they you know meet at the final conclusion. Last thing I want to say in the villains, really quick, is that like you know there's a lot of villains in this one there's like the the nine at the beginning there's the one kind of in the middle there's there's a bunch on the end but like um i i do think that the one in the middle is like the most impactful right i mean because they literally kill one of the main characters it's really really cool like god it's it's it, it, and it's such a great scene 
Right, it's I wouldn't such call a him a main scene. character, honestly. Like, yeah, okay, die, okay, fair, but... fair. I mean, yes, he's not the main character, but he right, dies. not he the did... main character, but... right? But he, he dies, and he comes back later. So it's, I mean, he's, he's still present in the whole film. So you know, tertiary um, at best. Sure, sure, but like the um, you know uh, that that scene in particular, if not for the, my other favorite scenes, narrative would definitely be my favorite scene. You know, he the 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 character who dies like takes the enemy down with them, and then we have this whole backstory later on of how he defeated him and where he went, and then now he's come back, and it it's, it just leads to great moments. All right, well, I think uh, we can wrap up this. Uh this talk by giving our thoughts on the ending of our movies and uh i want to i think i'll just start off and saying that i think the ending was very well well kind of like done like i said at the beginning it's a very moral a story with morals and both we as viewers and our main character learn something um at the end of this movie they learn to appreciate like i said what they have and to uh make sure that they want to uh, continue on with this sort of uh this new new appreciation that they've found for not only themselves but the people around them and i mean it's just so sweet at the end. And there are, like I said, a lot of heartfelt moments in this movie that I didn't really, uh, didn't really expect, especially with the, uh, the, when, uh, our main character's parents come by and say like, oh, we still love you, even though you're a little, you know, a little hard to manage at this point. Yeah. So, okay. So my, my thoughts on the ending are a little conflicted because while yes, it has this sort of glorious moralistic ending and it's, you know, the, the main characters are victorious in that sense. Um, it kind of just left me hanging, honestly. It's like, oh, they've defeated the bad guys. But like, if, I don't know if, if you know the original source material, there's like still a whole third left of the source material where they have to go defeat the bad guys. So like, no, they haven't defeated the bad guys yet, guys. Um, and like you know they kind of just ride off we barely even see the main character at the end it's a bunch of these side characters that defeated the bad guys not the main character the main character defeats the bad guys in the in the last part okay um and also there's these other the, the uh, some other characters that just leave halfway through the movie they get carried off by a tree and then never they never come back it's it's so weird um again i do think that if this movie had you know, continued and actually made the sequel as it was supposed to, it definitely would have felt more finished in that sense. But, um, I mean, okay, so I'll, I'll rephrase that. There technically was another movie made to actually finish up the, the adapted material, but it's was it was basically a different director. It was, it was, it was a whole different thing. It was, wasn't the original stuff. Um, so it's it's like a it was like a whole thing. So for me, the this ending is, this was is kind incredibly of just so, so. deep lore, Michael. Like I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm out of sorry. my breath. Yeah, I, I know a lot about the source material, so it's you know it's it's one of those things. For me, I think the ending of this film, like as I said earlier, there were no huge curveballs here. It kind of all was like as I expected it to be, but that's not a bad thing when we're talking again about like a studio whose works we're well familiar with. We know what kind of stories they tell and they're really damn good at telling them. So I I felt very satisfied by the ending. The one slight thing that bothered me was that she just kind of like forgives her bully without ever really like him apologizing which was kind of sketchy but you know like whatever it's not the hugest deal i think the way 
that she was able to mend fences and reconnect with sort of the primary antagonist, even though they made those differing choices, they went in their opposite directions. It was really sweet. Uh, I think the way that she was able to patch things up with her friends and they were able to come out of it, you know, like stronger than ever uh, with the addition of her bully. Again, for some reason, I still don't understand that, but, you know, moving on. Like, it, it's, um, it was satisfying. It, it was what I wanted it to be. And... I don't feel like I was missing anything. You know, I feel like it hit all the points it needed to, and I feel good about how it got us there. You know, it was a fun ride. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think it was just... It, I, almost, I honestly look at it as kind of like a love letter to the genre. Like, nothing about it was, dif- differed in any way from, like, the genre's kind of straight shooting, you know, this is how the story goes. And, and yet, once I got to the end, I was just like, this was really, really well done. Like... You know, the, the, obviously the protagonist gets the girl in the end and also, you know, you know, seizes the day or whatever. And they have this, they even have this moment where they ride off into the sunset because like, that's just a part of the genre, but it's just, it's just really fun to watch, I think. And I think it, it was satisfying to watch a movie that I wasn't expecting to be this good, you know, because it was so cliche end up still being really good, even though it was cliche. And I was like, wow, like that just impressed me. There's something really special about it. you know where a story is going and they still manage to make you like it a exactly. lot anyway. Exactly. And of course, by get the girl, you mean get the girls, i.e. her friends back. And, and yeah, of course, yeah, by yeah, yeah. you mean get the girls, you mean the girls and the boys when they, they get your parents back, right? And by what you mean by get the girls, be like defeat all of the orcs, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. What a good movie. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. good film. Yeah. You know what? I think that We've said everything that we need to say about this movie that we have all watched uh, earlier today. Is that am I yeah. think I'm fair to say yeah, that? I think so. Did we all watch it today? Yeah, like literally, I today? watched yeah, it today. I watched it today. I watched it today. I watched, I watched it today. Wait, Alex, why didn't we watch it together? Oh well, you know uh, reasons. I thought I, I thought you were working. <laughs> uh, you know reasons. Um, but uh, all right, I think this is the moment where we take our masks off. <laughs> All right, let's. <laughs> Does anyone not Are... know Alex's? Because Alex's is so obvious at this point. Wait, hold, 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 hold. Okay, hold well, hang on. Let's let's let's. All right, if you haven't order. if you haven't realized it already, this is our April Fool's episode. Thank you for making it so far. Um, so, if you haven't guessed it already, each of us have brought a separate movie to talk about um, that we have not let each other know uh, beforehand. And uh, I think this is this portion of this episode where we try to guess which one it is. Guys, I, I'm disappointed because you should have dropped more obvious hints. I was dropping it. Oh, so... I didn't. I didn't think we were trying to make I it dropped easy. So for you. I was trying to make you all, you all I mean, understand I, what my movie was. We all kind of dropped semi-obvious hints throughout. Like <laughs> I, I think okay, it's pretty I know, obvious. I know what mine Iris is, is. I still don't know Iris's yet though. Yeah, I'm I know honestly... Iris's. I might know Michael's. Well, let's go. Let's go alphabetically, okay, right? Let's, let's start, let's start with you, Alex. All right. So it's the Jimmy Neutron it's the Jimmy movie, Neutron right? Movie, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely! It's yeah. Jimmy Neutron yeah. Boy Genius. Yeah. Oh man, we are indeed the kids God. in America. <laughs> I, I I I did actually see that movie as a kid. I saw. I, I almost brought it to the podcast because yeah. that that was such a formative part of my childhood. Honestly, it, guys, oh, it's, really, guys, it it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's really God, good. The chicken dance. Oh my God. I know. Uh, oh, I, I think the the chicken was a little bit too heavy handed, but in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I when I figured it out, I I started to want to drop a lot more things about like motherhood yeah. in particular. Yeah. 
uh, which I only say now because that you said you already got mine. Marcus, or, you already. get well. You got I mean, right? yeah, yeah, I yeah. It's, it's one, turn, two, three, turn, three, it's turning red. Turning red. Yeah, yeah it's turning red. Yeah. The boy band one got me for that yeah. one. Yeah, boy band yeah. And then, and then <laughs> describing how all of the antagonists are mothers and <laughs> using it by saying that like they're all the same kind of being. I, like, I actually have <laughs> never seen the movie, so I don't even know the plot of this. It's, really, yeah. it's good. I think I've it's heard it's really good. Too. Oh, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, all right, right. Uh, Marcus. I have no idea. Did you watch Django? It's Rango, and that's... Rango, Rango. yeah, you whatever. You got it. You got it. So really? Yeah. So right? you... No, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you said I had the option to see another movie instead, oh my that's such a weird God. way to phrase you that. And it made me instantly remember that moment. Uh, there, for, for context, for those of our listeners who don't know, there is a field trip in, like, freshman year of high school where <laughs> they give us the option to watch either Rango or... What was the one? I am number, I am number four. four. I am number four, yeah, which was terrible. Who are you? He's number four. <laughs> I think I think you and I went to go see I Am Number Four together, yeah. actually, which is why I also have not seen Rango yet. I yeah, saw I mean, it on a plane once. Yeah, I saw it on a plane too. It's not. I, I it's am not number the best. Four was dog shit. It was no. It was, it was not just not the best. It was dog shit. Like I there was only one, there, like there was like, only one good scene in I Am Number Four, and it was like two seconds. And the weird thing yes. is that like I was getting the impression from our classmates that like Rango was also not as good. So that's why I thought it wasn't that good. Yeah. Of a movie. And I watched it. It was actually a really good movie. Like I was impressed with. I mean, Movie, I, again, so. I only saw it on a plane, yeah. so I can only judge it by that. Yeah, <laughs> but if you if you had not said that thing about I had the option to see it, but I, saw I didn't get else, that. That was like, very clever. I, I I probably would not have gotten it because I don't know enough about it. Okay, I, I'll be honest. I don't know what your thing is, Michael. I I did would be watch, very surprised. Did you, you watch know. nine? Did you watch nine? No, yeah, that's what I, I was going to ask. Oh, because yeah, you heard the thing about the nine antagonists. I was like, yeah. well, they're not antagonists, but they're nine things, and they're small, right? That was the other thing. It's like all the like the, the, the characters are like small. Did, is it like the one like the great mouse rescuers or something no I, again i'd be very surprised if you knew this it's not secret life Mar- of Ariadne. No, marcus do you have a guess i have no idea no especially because every movie especially because not... you you mentioned multiple movies like i don't even fucking know yeah it's an adaptation too yes yeah mm. I'll, I'll give you a hint it was made in, highly moralistic it was made in 1978 what the oh fuck and is it, it is an adaptation of a very popular live-action film, but it happened before that, and it was originally adapting a book series. So the book came, and then this this animated 2D series came, or 3D yes. or whatever, and then a live-action movie was made, which was super popular? Correct. And the book series was like from like the 40s. I'm so lost. Is, is it, it a comic is it series? Lord of the like Rings? It's Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings, Lord of the, the Rings. animated uh, film. I. It's it's wow. it's a movie. <laughs> oh man! When I was talking about wow. rotoscoping, I was not lying. Everything in that oh. movie is rotoscoped. I didn't even know that happened. <laughs> Alex, when you when you said, "Oh yeah," and they go to space, and I was like, "Yeah, they definitely go." There's a lot of space there. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was so true. That was actually honestly, honestly, out. for at the beginning, Alex, like I was like, "Did he actually watch Gurren Logan again or something?" Because that's what this sounds like. They 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 were fighting a. Th- the thing and then the aliens yeah. came and then they had to go into space hey, and did it, i did i lie at any point in my if, dude jimmy neutron's brain is the brain the that brain. will pierce the head uh, of this. Hey, <laughs> and was i wrong about it being a magical girl anime <laughs> oh my god that's absolutely um, i mean mine was also a magical yeah girl mine anime. is too he puts I'm, on the ring so yeah 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mine is, is definitely not a magical girl. No. If, if you're curious, the nine people that those are the 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 ring race. That the, the, yeah, the, um, no, the ring race. And then yeah. the I was talking about the Balrog that kills Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I know you you literally talking about like this guy comes back even stronger than before. I'm like that sounds a lot like Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had a very oh, hard time with this one in this podcast because <laughs> I was like, how the heck am I going to talk about this? I literally at the uh, end it was like, oh, actually, well, okay. So fun fact though, because I don't, I know that none of y'all have actually seen this. It's like it's very different from the actual live action movies, obviously. And this first movie is both the Fellowship of the Ring and Two Towers in one movie. What? And then there was another oh, movie about Return of the King that was made by Rankin Bass that was not related to this film, but kind of is because it's the third book. Obviously, it was weird. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thank you all so much for uh, sitting through this experiment that we did. Uh, hopefully it was cohesive. Hopefully you got a little bit of a laugh from it. Um, but uh, next week, we'll, we will resume our regularly scheduled programming uh, with Up. Uh, but once again, please email us at bestseatpodcast at, uh, at gmail.com if you have some show suggestions or just want to tell us about your own favorite moments and characters. And thank you to Ben from the Real Beast Podcast for our intro and outro theme. And thank you once again so much for listening. And you will hear from us next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>